0: Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. All, right. All right. What is up, Big Rig Nation? It is March 13th. Boys, we just wrapped up conference tournament weekend. Selection Sunday has happened. The brackets are out. Boys, that means one thing and one thing only. Dean hit it. Boys, hearing that music, I know we all get goosebumps. Um it's great to be back on the pod. We had incredible games over the weekend. We have a lot to get to today, uh, but boys, March Madness is here. Um, two of the three big rigs going out to going out to Vegas, Pete. We still have an open spot. Uh, you know, if you change your mind, I think Pete's going to a, a, a wedding, um, which I think should be jail um, if you have a wedding over the first weekend. So, uh, but I know we'll get to all of that here in a second. But boys. March is officially here. Games start at uh gosh, nine fifteen when we'll 15 fifteen Pacific time. We're gonna be waking up. Um with the start of March Madness. So boys, how are we feeling? Did we get through tournament tournament weekend okay? Um how are we feeling?
1: Feel good, dude. I, I think uh the one thing I'll I'll take out of selection Sunday is that This bracket is just as confusing as I thought it was going to be. Just going through all the matchups, just a ton of good matchups. Good teams. I don't think there's any great teams, but just good teams running into good teams all over the place, early and late, the further you get into the bracket. Um, I think Memphis winning versus Houston shook things up a little bit yesterday. Bama rolled through the SEC, beating every team by double digits. Um, Certain teams are hot at the right time. The Duke Blue Devils, nine straight. So I think there's there's a lot to discuss. Um, You know, obviously we also have NFL free agency looming over our head that opened up today with some. Are you
0: refreshing Twitter right now? Where this is prior to Aaron Rodgers news,
1: so it's made drop before. Uh, Yes, refreshing Twitter all day. Not nothing yet, though. I know there's been some Trey Wingo noise, but Trey Wingo all over this. Until I see uh, a Graziano or a Schefter tweet, I won't believe it. So. a lot of good stuff going on a lot of good stuff in the world of sports
2: yep. trey wingo's my guy if trey wingo's saying it's happening it's fucking happening.
1: i believe it i believe it but i feel like i need more confirmation man
2: man that's like the old school nfl live trey wingo but no i man this was this was a fun weekend uh between obviously you know purdue you know taking care of business in the big ten tournament and just some injuries shaking up this tournament a little bit we might have yeah. cursed UC- we might have cursed UCLA because since we basically all kind of started jumping on their bandwagon at least Pete and I Rick I don't think I don't think you were on that one
0: I correctly but, picked that yeah you're right
2: yeah uh, yeah sure you you a couple key injuries I mean they lost you know, before, the best
0: player before the injuries.
2: Okay, sure, whatever. But th- the reason they're looking down is because of these injuries, you know. And they looked—they were struggling against Arizona. Just all the viewers were struggling in that Arizona UCLA game because of Bill Walton. But I mean, Arizona, th- their size against UCLA's—you know, UCLA had two big men. They both like, fouled out of the game. It was it's painful like to watch.
0: Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And I was like, UCLA did not look good. But yeah, I agree with Pete duke looks just like the team we expected them to be at the beginning of the year peaking at the right time marquette took care of business in the big east tournament they're hot at the right time and then alabama just yeah Alabama and and, then texas i mean pretty much all the teams obviously you win your conference tournament you've got to be somewhat hot to win at least three games in a row but all the teams that won their conference tournaments really seem to be peaking at the right time so so that's that's good to see and then you no, know, I'm going through the bracket. I'm seeing, I mean, yeah, th- there's there's some good teams, but I'm seeing a lot of bad teams. I'm thinking there's gonna be a lot of underdogs yeah. winning. I th- I think underdogs are gonna be the play. We'll we'll get into some of these matchups. I so, man, I'm looking through the board. I'm like, man, some of these teams that are favored. I'm like, they are not good teams. So I'm yeah, man, it's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be a fun few days. Happy to be in Vegas for for the first oh. round. That's that's gonna be fucking great.
0: Yeah, absolutely boys. It's uh it's a wide open bracket, as you both said. Um because you're right. A lot of these, you know, 13, 14, 15 seeds are mid-majors, but hot mid-majors that won their respective to conference tournaments as well. So how about this? Um let's recap a little bit of conference championship weekend. Um uh, as you both alluded to, I think, you know, some some big stories to come out of that with, with some hot teams, but um, obviously I had my eyes glued on, you know, Purdue yesterday and, um, the whole weekend, but was there any other games that Pete, I know you were actually at the SEC. I mean, the SEC clinic, right? That wasn't really much of a tournament, but, um, how was he? How was Bridgestone? How was the environment? How were how Bama fans? Because I was watching that game and Bama fans are, they're the
1: worst. Yeah. I mean, I went on Thursday, and I saw Auburn-Arkansas, then Vandy versus LSU. Um, Auburn-Arkansas game was great. Auburn fans definitely showed up. Arkansas took them down. Good game there. I th- I don't know how Vandy didn't make the tournament coming out of the SEC. They looked really good. They're hot. Um, yeah. Obviously, got beat up by A&M. But yesterday's game, like – Bama just, it was never a doubt from five minutes in that they were going to win that game. It felt like they were up 10 from the beginning till the end, and they obviously pulled away at the end there, um, going up by, I think they won by 20, um, but Bama fans are loud. I mean, I, a little unfair, right? I mean, Bama's a neighboring state to Tennessee versus A&M being, I don't know, 10-hour drive from from Tennessee, so a little unfair advantage for, for a call at home court, but Bama looked good, man. They hit a lot of threes. They're fast. They got great wing defenders. I mean, just up and down the court on both sides of the ball, they look they look strong and they look confident. Um, so, I mean, I, I'll tell you what. Like going into this weekend, I did not really have Bama on my radar as potentially a Final Four team. I think they were in the in the conversation, but I don't. If they if they play the way they played this week, like there's no doubt they're going to be yeah. right there. Um, but yeah, no, fun environment. I mean, definitely on Sunday was a little more electric than uh than Thursday night. But overall, Bama just rolled through the SEC, you know? I mean, yeah, no one no one really gave him a gave him a run. Yeah, yeah, that's good.
2: With Tennessee's uh point guard whoever having the knee injury, it really kind of took a bite out of the biggest competition to Bama. Because AM, I know they they finished second in the regular season, but you know that they weren't ever at that that top
1: level. Yeah, I think mean, I mean Kentucky's always got a huge following, and there was a bunch of Kentucky fans there Thursday, and then Vandy took Kentucky down on Friday night, and I think yeah. that took a little bit of the the steam out of the whole tournament once you got the Vandy, Vandy, Missouri, and A and M in the the semifinals with with Bama. So there wasn't really like an ideal matchup, you know, after you got past Friday with some of the big big name schools um but
0: I know like people say like tournaments you know they don't think too much about but it was a it was a really fun weekend
2: yeah I just love it. it's constant games for like th- that week and a half leading up to selection Sunday like when the smaller conferences start is just wild you Non-stop. turn on turn on the TV and there's like tournament games being played and then like all last week each night you have teams punching their ticket crazy celebrations and it's like yeah. players and teams that you'll like never hear from again just get, getting their get, getting their moment and it, that's always that's always cool and, and it's heartbreaking also seeing some of these schools that have like a great regular season but they they need to win their conference tournament to make it and then they get like a buzzer shot against them to knock them out like in their final or whatever and you're just like oh so close, yeah. So close.
1: Well, Rick, let's let's talk about the Big Ten tournament. I know you've alluded okay. to it twice already, but yep. What are your thoughts? Purdue looked pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, not a super challenging tournament to run through. Felt like, but thoughts, concerns. Yeah, I,
0: mean, I, I think the Ohio, you know, Ohio State was—they're not a good basketball team, but they were. You know, they got hot in the tournament, and everyone's talking about Purdue not having a tough. You know tough, uh, and even Dean probably thinks this, but they didn't have like a tough road to the to the Big Ten tournament, but you play who you play. It's not produced for. I mean, all the teams lost and you know, that kind of speaks to the parody in the Big Ten, but um, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think overall
1: I like that. I think overall just twisting Bruce, the story a little bit. <laughs> I all
0: think Purdue's right. playing the best basketball all season. I mean, they're peaking at the right time. Obviously they're, you know, they had the whole the whole game in control yesterday and uh you know painters trying to get maybe a little too cute on the subs at the end subbing out Edie, and maybe trying to you know uh you know save his legs avoid an injury and they cut it I mean, they had a chance to win the game um <laughs> which is not good when you're up 17 but i think all this to say is we have a lot of role players stepping up and and, and hitting shots which is what we struggled with so um you know, obviously, Edie's going to get doubled most of the tournament. If these guys are getting wide open shots, um, it's gonna They're, they're going to be tough to beat. So, um, obviously, going into the tournament, going into the weekend, the, the number one seed was on the line. Obviously, with UCLA losing Saturday night, and it's just an abysmal, an amazing game. The, maybe the worst commentary. I, I texted you guys. I, I'm I'm listening to Bill Walton. And I know everyone knows the shtick and he is, you know, it's like, well, he's funny and, you know, maybe he's high on mushrooms half the time. But he was just like, this guy stinks. He's a terrible commentator. He was, like, arguing with Dave Pasch. It's like, and I guess these guys know each other really well, but yeah. how, how do they walk this guy out and just, like, allow him just, like, to say stuff that's just, like, not true? Like, he's just like, oh, I, I was like, well, I what is this guy talking about?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I'll be the – I hate Bill Walton on commentary. I mean, I just can't stand it. I, I literally turn the game off or put it on mute if he's commenting.
0: Uh,
1: it's such a great game.
0: And he's like, you know, obviously he's a UCLA guy, but it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah,
1: it, just, it doesn't so, make any sense.
2: The shtick has gotten – it's gotten overplayed. It's like – it's yeah. jumped the shark. It's, it, it, it's worn out. It's welcome like years ago. But – and especially when it's a good game – I'm just like I feel so bad I I felt bad for Dave Pash. Dave Pash is like trying to do his job and then you have Bill Walton like screaming about Arizona big men traveling and all this nonsensical shit about how like Balo for Arizona was like really sick over like New Year's Eve and like in and out of like the emergency room and now he's now he's back and like what are we talking about
0: what are we talking about like yeah I'm like this is
2: this is a phenomenal game and it didn't feel like you didn't realize there was only like a couple minutes left. Cause bill is rambling. Like it's the second quarter of like an NFL preseason game. And you're like, just trying to fill air. And it's like, it, yeah, I know they've been, that's been a thing. Passion bill for, for years, but this was the first time that I literally felt like Pash wanted to strangle him.
0: Yeah.
1: Like I mean, they're str- are-
2: strangle the last bit of life
1: that bill Walton has. Oh uh, yeah. How, a how uh, how how pumped were you guys that you didn't have to see IU again?
0: I oh. think people were kind of half and half. People were like they wanted a third shot at him, but I don't know I why.
1: Mean, <laughs> you guys can't beat those guys.
0: Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I, I could. I don't know. I I could have gone either way.
2: I'll say I I wouldn't have wanted to see them again. I, I mean, I'm
0: kind of more towards that team. Yeah, I, I'm not sure I want to see him again, like, but um. Penn State's a good basketball team. Sure, yeah, yeah okay, great. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of parody in
2: the Big Ten, Pete. <laughs> That's why we were getting to play all these guys. I, I got Penn State in my
1: final four, man. They're a good basketball team. <laughs> I mean, you're laughing now, and, and I
0: and I think I might have said this earlier. I don't know if it'll make the cut, but I'm here to to draw the line in the sand today. It's, I've I've heard just about everything said about Purdue. Their draw, they can't beat the press, which is true. They can't beat the press right now. Today, yesterday, you can't beat the press. Um, but I'm I'm here to say, Purdue, and and statistically, from Ken Palm, there was another statistic I saw. Like they're statistically a, as good as the previous national championship finalists and Final Four teams. So I'm I'm not here to to be you know bow my head or you know it's like well, it's him. I'm here to say no. This Purdue team can make some noise. They can go to the Final Four. They can go to the national championship. Uh, the way they're playing basketball right now. So I'm going to be very loud and clear today. I know you guys probably don't feel the same, especially Dean. Uh, Dean's actually wearing a pretty shirt, so that's a start. But um, I I really don't care how well Duke is playing. ACC sucks. Everyone's talking about Memphis. I I, know we'll get to this in a second, but I want to be very clear on how I stand on Purdue today. This team can win. This team can go to the Final Four. They can come out of the East, and they could potentially
1: win the national championship. Well, Rick, referring back to my notebook from a few weeks ago. We, we, we now, we now have, we, we now we, have we, the draw, right? So and we have the locations. Okay. So let's how about this? Before we get in that, let's let's start regional and then we can dive in. All right. We'll do because I don't want to get on a producer. Let's do here. the East Last. Yeah. Okay. Well,
0: we'll, we'll, so the listeners will stay if they, they have to listen on some that's good clickbait stuff right there. Yeah. Um all right. So yeah, because I I have a lot to say about you. I just wanted to be very clear on how I stood today of you know everyone saying oh Purdue's just gonna lose again. And no. We're gonna we're we're a bully ball mentality. You know, we we think I'm gonna think like the Yankees do. How you guys just think you're gonna win every year? No, no, no. The Yankees are underdogs. Oh no, it's underdog mentality. <laughs> um all right. So,
1: speaking of the Yankees <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, Anthony, that means Anthony Volpe, though, I mean, looking pretty good. No, Speaking no, no. of the
0: Yankees, let's start with their second favorite team, uh, the Alabama Crimson title. We'll start in the South. Um, obviously, Bama, uh, overall number one seed. He, he covered them pretty well. Early number two seed, Arizona. Number three seed, Baylor. Four, Virginia. Five, San Diego State. Um, boys, I think there's some upsets in here.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I I'm I'm still kind of on the Baylor train, even though they just blew up at the end of the year. Um, why? Even though there's nothing left of them, I know. I mean, they're all injured, right? But like, I don't think that they're going to get upset in the first two rounds. Is kind of what I'm saying here. I think NC State could take down Creighton. I think Baylor's going to run into the problems once they get to the Sweet Sixteen with Arizona. Um, but I, I think Arizona could, can easily come out of this conference, even though Bama's on fire right now. And I don't think anyone's really thinking about them as a potential final four team right now.
0: Not so fast. Not so fast. But,
1: uh, Speak to, Speak to
0: me. University of California, Santa Barbara is a good basketball team. Um, I've actually watched a couple of their games. I've bet on them a few times. I wouldn't overlook these guys. I wouldn't overlook these guys, Pete. Um, this game's being played in Denver. Um that, that really gone? doesn't uh I'll be in Vegas, maybe, maybe Sunday, but um but this team can easily beat Baylor. This team can easily beat Baylor, Baylor is the op- opposite of pretty right now. They're playing horrible basketball. Um I I I don't think they have much rhythm right now, but I know University of Santa Barbara he's playing good basketball,
1: so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dean, what do you think about this top bracket?
2: So the thing, and just as a general train of thought, I always love these teams that win their conference term, from these mid-majors that win their conference tournaments, and then you look at their records and they're like 25 plus wins. Like those are the teams that always scare me, because that means they know how to win. They're good at playing their game and beating you down with it. Because it's not like they're loaded with talent and they're probably outmatching the rest of their conference in a crazy way. It's usually because they have a very good formula for being successful, and they play to that. So that's why I like them when you start matching those kinds of teams up against some of these like major teams that are like 20 and 11 or something. that That's where it gets a little bit dicey for me. I start liking those teams. This bracket, I look there right in the middle, Virginia, Furman, and San Diego State against Charleston. Man, I wouldn't be surprised if we see the 12 and 13 both advance out of that first round yeah just because like san diego state i have in my my notes here i'm just i I haven't been impressed with them this year such that they're not playing that well lately and then virginia virginia we all know virginia's the most boring
1: team in basketball
0: exactly exactly it's just
2: like And, and like i said Furman. And this college of Charleston teams have won a lot of games during their, their regular seasons. They know what they're doing. And it's like I look at the spreads for these games. I think Furman, Furman plus five against against Virginia. I was like, I, I like I like their chances there. Like Virginia, they just they don't impress me. It's not like they've been playing well lately. They really benefited from getting a high ranking at the beginning of the year. So that that's mainly where my focus is at. I don't love NC State against Creighton NC state. I, I think they're really just kind of lucky to be in the tournament. And I don't think the big East gets enough credit for how good it was this year. Um, and I mean, okay. Creighton they were, they were right there in a pretty competitive uh, competitive big East there. So I like them over NC state. I like the UC Santa Barbara pick like Baylor. I think yep. they're kind of walking wounded. And honestly, the committee really seemed to love the big 12. And I think there's I mean, only they were a couple... the best
1: conference all year, though. Like, let's be fair.
2: Well, yeah, but I'd say largely because Kansas and Texas were just that good. I think the other teams like Kansas State, Iowa State, and uh, and Baylor and West Virginia really kind of got just like pulled up by those two teams and maybe sniping some victories off of them. I was like, I'm not that enamored with some of the mid tier Big Twelve teams in there. And then Arizona, I think Arizona is a sneaky pick. And man, you get Arizona, Alabama the Elite Eight. That could be one of, if not the best game of the tournament. Like Arizona, their team, they just have a lot of skill on that team. Like between like, their big men, and then in some of their wings, and they've got like this Kerr Creesa dude who his his first name is Kerr, but he wears the last name on his jersey. Yeah, on his Did you jersey. Story. Yeah, he's it's like always he's here Steve Kerr. I was like, I always figured that what it was, So I was like, dude, why why is your first name on the back of back of your jersey? But hey, whatever. I mean, I, I like their team. They 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 play a good brand of basketball. They're really disciplined and they just seem to have a, a lot of skill. And I mean, I I, I was kind of surprised that they didn't beat UCLA by more the other night, just given the state UCLA was in. But Arizona was a scary team for me. And then Alabama might have the best player in the tournament in Brandon Miller. I think Arizona's right there from like a, a cumulative talent perspective.
1: All right. So who do, who do we like coming out of this one? If you had a pick right now, I know we still got plenty of time. Or do you want to just focus on first round, Rick? Yeah, I think we could probably focus on first
0: round. What I was thinking is maybe we just have some, maybe four picks, four, four like locks, you think, per, round, or per region? Four per region.
1: There's only eight, that's half the games in each region. I mean that gives us a good chance to cover them all, between the three of us. I think we pick we pick one or two games per region. Okay, that's fine. I like that. I say at least two, but okay, all let's right. do two. Are we wanting to do one? Well, you can't really do a second round game. We could do one first round. Yeah, two first rounds. I guess we got to do. Yeah, let's do first round for future. All yeah, right, I was thinking about the fly boys. That's teamwork right there. That's. Right. Everyone, everyone have the spreads yeah. pulled up? Are we gonna Are we gonna do them as we go or do them at the end? I've got the spreads let's do another. all right you start then dean
2: oh shit well all right <laughs> uc santa barbara plus 11 and a half yep that's easy against baylor i feel like that that was one of the ones i saw that i was like i love that i was like i i think double digit spreads are kind of jumping out to me because like i said yeah. i don't think there's many great teams in this tournament so i like is, uc santa barbara
1: this is a squad
0: ride right here. Are we all doing this? Yeah, you can you can definitely. I mean, I'm I'm gonna sprinkle the money line a little bit. What pick. That's a that's a game that just gets your Friday going. We're gonna wake up. That's gonna be a 10 30 game in Vegas. That just kind of gets the day rolling.
1: All right. What's your second one, Dino? My second
2: one? So I was plugging them earlier. I'm going with College of Charleston, plus five and a half against San Diego State. I'm just, I'm not enamored with the Mountain West. San Diego State, they've kind of been in and out of the top 25 and College of Charleston. They got there by winning their conference tournament. Been I've been to Charleston, went there on vacation last year. How so, was it? Fun, fun little city. Man, there's uh, looking at a lot of crazy college kids running around. It was a fun time. That's a trendy Rock. college
0: right
2: now. Yeah, I'm, so I'm rocking with College of Charleston.
0: Okay,
1: UCSB and Charleston. Pete, I'm riding UCSB with plus eleven and a half. I think Baylor wins the game. That's a huge spread. Um, with how banged up Baylor is, I didn't realize the spread was that big. To be honest with you, um, my other pick, we've talked about him a lot recently. I like Maryland plus two. I mm. I just think. I, I like the way they've been playing recently. Um, they they seem to step up when they play to their competition. Let's put it that way, right? And I think tournament time, they're going to get out of the first round. They'll be West Virginia. I, I I like what Dean said about the Big 12. I don't totally agree with every team he mentioned, but I do think West Virginia is a pretty average basketball team. Um, I think Maryland gets murdered by Alabama in the second round, but I think they come out of that 8-9 that game. Um, Plus two. So, what conference
2: is Maryland in?
0: The uh, the Maryland Mountain West. West. <laughs> and they're in the Mountain West.
1: <laughs> Just
0: checking. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was a, that was was a good moment last week. Um, all right. I'm, I'm. Everyone knows I love UCSB, so I'm gonna pick two others. I'm gonna pick Arizona. Um, Arizona's hot. They're healthy. Uh, they got a guy named Kerr. That guy was bleeding though. So I don't know how healthy he is, but yeah.
2: I mean, he literally was spending the entire game fucking having to come off and get cleaned up.
0: Was yeah, crazy. he was his boy had blood everywhere. God. So um, Arizona's fourteen point favorites. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I like those big spreads. Like you know, teams just win by twenty five like too often. So um, it's just a different game when you know Arizona is playing Princeton. I really so I like that. And then Pete, um, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to take the other side of that Maryland game. I like West Virginia minus two. I think. Maryland. Um, I was actually talking to a fellow member of Big Rig Nation this morning about Maryland. Um, if you look at that, they have not won very many games outside College Park, if any. They are really, really, really bad on the road and neutral sites. So, um, I think West Virginia, being in the Big Twelve, battle tested. If I can, if I can use that, if I can throw that word out there, um, Huggy obviously can always put together pretty good. Pretty good game plan. So I have obviously Alabama, West Virginia on uh, in the second round. So uh, I'm going to take Arizona minus 14, West Virginia minus two. I like that.
2: I like that West Virginia pick. So I was saying the same thing. Maryland's really riding the fucking home, home game winning, the home winning. No, street. Pete, you
1: got
0: something to say about it?
1: No, dude. It's, it's just typical Dean and Rick just teaming up to, to go against Pete's picks. Yeah, I like that. No, no, no. I mean, That's we just fun.
0: like winners. So. It's just uh, like an M-
1: it's just like a normal regular. Pete, we just like winners. MLB day for me, everyone versus versus the Yankees and uh, Pete. Uh,
2: oh.
0: uh.
2: Pete, always the victim. I,
0: always I, ro- the victim I, rode,
1: I rode UC Santa Barbara with you guys, and here how we about go, this,
0: dude. Dean? Let's extend the all bridge, Pete. You want to take West
1: Virginia minus two? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then definitely, it? definitely not now. <laughs> I, I oh might, boy. I might, it, it might have been a two unit bet. Now it's a four unit bet on Maryland because you guys are going against <laughs> me. Just doubling, doubling down. Oh, man.
0: I mean, this is this is this is a pretty straight, clear uh bet, uh, in my mind. But he yeah, always root for you. Hey, appreciate that. Okay, uh, moving right along, boys. Let's talk about um, the Midwest, obviously, Houston. With, uh, the number one seed in the Midwest, a lot of good teams in the Midwest. This might be, um, I think that the toughest, Uh, I see actually think that might be the West, uh, but a lot of good teams. We have, uh, Houston at number one, we have Texas at number two. We have, um, Xavier, Xavier, excuse me. Yeah. Xavier, which I feel like I have not seen them play basketball at all this year, uh, this year. And then IU at number four, um, and then Miami at number five. So, um, a lot of good storylines. Got Penn State, Penn State, Texas A and M, which is a uh, a really good matchup, right? Obviously the runner ups to the the conference championships. But uh, Dean, what do you see here? Obviously Houston, a little a little banged up. Do we know if he's coming back?
2: Yeah, that's why I'm I'm not sure. I, he is the groin. They expect him Sasser to be back, but uh, I mean they held him out yesterday as a precaution, and they look pretty bad without him. I mean. He's kind of, he's he's the engine of that team. So if, if he's banged up, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It it, it definitely tightens yeah. everything up because they're a great defensive team and that will keep them in games, but they need their engine on offense. Like they don't have anyone else yeah. who can pick up that, that load. Yeah, but I this this section, this bracket as a whole, man, I mean there's a lot of buzz down here about it because obviously you have Texas and AM possibly you yeah, know locking yeah. locking up in the second round and it's not an easy draw for Houston, especially if Sasser's banged up. So there's some opportunities to slip up in there. Xavier, I'm with you, man. Like that's, uh, like I, I said, like said earlier. I was like, like
0: I, I didn't even know they were in the tournament. Th-
2: the committee loved the Big East. I mean, you had Marquette who uh, climbed up to two. I think UConn got up to, what, UConn's a four, I believe? Yeah, UConn's a four. You know, the, the computers love... They, they love UConn, and then I mean Xavier. That they lost Marquette in the in the conference tournament final. You know they've quietly just, they just had a good year, but uh, Texas Texas is playing like they're one of the best teams in the country right now. So that's yeah. they're the, they're the one that I'm kind of that, that I'd be really worried about just because they're peaking at the right time. You know, beat Kansas twice yeah. in the last two weeks. That's dangerous. But uh, and just a lot of opportunities for grenades here.
0: Wow, yeah, I mean uh, Iowa Auburn's gonna be a good game. I mean IU Kent State.
1: There's a lot of good games in this bracket. Texas A&M, Penn State.
2: Do you guys know where Kennesaw State is?
1: I'm actually looking that up right now. Uh, I would say I'm gonna guess Tennessee, Kentucky.
0: Take
1: a look at the help section. Uh oh, we got Alexa talking to me. Uh, bad, bad
2: uh, Alexis, joining in the pod to tell us where Kennesaw State is. All
0: right, we didn't. See. We didn't buy Bezos, right? <laughs> Bezos. We, we, now sure.
1: know, we now know he listens to us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right, all right. Kennesaw State address. Let's see.
0: While we Iowa, Iowa State's really good too. I mean, I, my is Miami good? No.
2: i I think they just kind of slid in under the radar and then they they caught a lot of the acc team they caught duke at the right time during the regular season won the conference tournament title or not conference tournament the regular season title and then duke they they lost basically in the rematch i'm not buying them i'm not and that's honestly look at the bracket a lot of these four five six teams I'm not buying any of them. I was like, I know the four thirteen's a trendy upset pick every year, but especially this year with the the parity that we're seeing.
1: Except the All right. Big Ten, w- where did you guys? Where did you guys say? George? I said Kentucky.
2: I guess Tennessee.
1: Those are close. Georgia. Huh. Uh,
2: sh- okay. Man, I- Tennessee was a dumb guess, or else I'm sure Pete would have heard of. Tennessee State, if it was in Tennessee,
0: yeah, he's but, not, he's Nashville. Not I wouldn't I wouldn't give him credit for Tennessee,
1: but yeah, he knows Broadway. That, that was kind of he know he knows Broadway.
0: Yeah. Uh, Pete, uh what, what are you thinking about this Midwest
1: bracket? Uh, I think it's kind of a bad draw that Houston's got Texas as their number two. I I do like some of these the 12-5, 13-4, 14-3 matchup. There's a lot of good games. Um. I think that Iowa Auburn game is gonna be a pretty good game. And I watched Auburn play on Thursday. They're like, good team. I mean, I'll just I'll just I'll move into my pick. I those guys can't shoot. They miss like 10 free throws and they can't hit three. So I'm taking okay. Iowa plus one there. Um, okay. that's one of my that's some good cons. Yeah, I mean other one uh, we, we were just talking about it, but Kennesaw State plus eleven and a half. They were twenty-six and eight this year, they won their conference. I've seen a lot of people liking that as a big upset game and not just in this bracket but across the entire tournament so getting 11 and a half points um that's my second pick on that one but i do like i think texas and houston i mean i think they're going to run into each other in the elite eight and i i think texas if they stay high can can get out of this conference or this bracket for uh yeah for sure so it'll be good i think i like i mean it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with Xavier, Iowa State. I mean, there's just a bunch of teams that could be upset early, um, that are just pretty average good teams, right? When you think about IU, Miami, Xavier, and Iowa State. So this is a fun, this is a fun bracket.
0: A yeah, fun. I agree. I, I agree. like this,
1: I like this region a lot.
0: All right, so you got uh Iowa, IC plus one, and then uh Kennesaw State plus 1 and a half. Yep. Okay, Dean. Yeah, so in this one, honestly, I'm I'm not loving.
2: Like I said, I'm not loving kind of the, these middle teams like Miami, and, and IU, and honestly, like Drake, Drake. I I feel like we always see Drake here in the tournament as being kind of a trendy pick, and I'm like I said, I'm not a Miami, not a Miami guy, but the spread's only two and a half, so it seems like Vegas is kind of on Drake a little bit as well. It, you know, plus two and a half. So honestly, I'm going with the one and 16 and the two and 15. So Texas over Colgate, I think spread is 13 and a half. Mm-hmm. Texas is just playing great right now. I mean, they just blew the doors off of Kansas. They're looking like a machine. Yep. I think that team's locking in. And, you know, Colgate, that's a program that's been in the tournament before. But honestly, 13 and a half, I was like, for a Texas team that seems to be everything clicking, I'd, I, 13 and a half doesn't feel like enough for that. I, I could see Colgate maybe hanging close to the beginning. Texas opens up second half. Then Houston and, and Northern Kentucky, 19 and a half. I have a I have a feeling, man, that northern Kentucky is just not going to score in this game and Houston's going to shut them the fuck down. But 19 and a half, especially when Houston with the banged up point guard. It'd I be like maybe, 65 to 40. I could see this game being ugly. And in an ugly game to get up to a 20 point lead. I'm just like, ah, I don't know. And I'm trying to see in my notes. What the Northern is. A,
0: a bad. It's a, they're a bad basketball team.
2: Yeah. Cause the over under is 122 and a half.
0: Yeah. That's so,
2: so yeah. That's I, still
0: might be too high.
2: Yeah. So I like Northern Kentucky plus 19 and a half. I do. N- I'm not saying they're going to win by any stretch of the imagination, but I think it's going to be an ugly game. And I think you're going to have a hard time getting Houston up over that 20 points.
0: Yeah. Um, No, I think I I, kind of like all you guys' picks, to be honest. Um, I'll I'll take two that we haven't talked about. Um, IU versus Kent State. I think sometimes with the March Madness, you just always talk yourself into going with the underdog. But I I like IU minus four. Obviously, you've spent a lot of time. Getting our ass kicked by IU this year, so maybe that has a little bit to do with it. But I mean a four point spread between a four thirteen. I don't know. You know, there's a couple free throws at the end that ice it. Who knows? Um, so I like IU. Um obviously, uh they're uh, they're playing okay basketball, I would say. And then I don't know, maybe I'm just getting big ten bias. And minus two and a half. There's Penn State. I don't know. Penn State's Penn State's gritty. They got Jalen Pickett, obviously Shrewsbury sounds like he's on his way out, and um, so I'm going to take the Nittany Lions plus two and a half.
2: Rick loves the Big Ten, just not just not Maryland because yeah. they're in the ACC. Yeah,
1: a lot of parity in the Big Ten.
0: I don't know. I think people just think the Big Ten was bad this year, but it's like I don't know. Sometimes you just don't know. Like all often other years, I think maybe last year everyone thought the Big Ten was good, and then everyone loses. So it's like, yep. You don't really know until you kinda you play in your own bubble the whole the whole year and then you kind of get exposed. So yeah. And we're not gonna have big ten refs. So that's probably advantage, big ten.
2: Big if true.
0: Big if true. No. All right, boys, anything else on the Midwest?
1: No. Yeah. Kansas yeah. is
0: not in the Midwest, as we might have predicted, but they are in the west in las vegas um it's another really really good region kansas is number 1 ucla is number 2 the zags are number 3 yukon's number 4 st mary's number 5 and then sprinkled in there uh, are some other really good teams uh, tcu uh, iona northwestern uh, vcu arkansas illinois a lot of good teams initial I, thoughts on once
2: I, I think this is a tough region Man, like Kansas, UCLA, Gonzaga has got to a slow start this year. They're playing really well. The computers have loved UConn all year. And then Arkansas has just as much talent as any team in the country. So that's just a mystery box that I would not want to have to open up in any round. And then TCU may be a little underseeded as well because they went a good portion of the year without their best player, Mike Miles who's back now. So they're, they're a tough team there at six,
1: you know? So yeah, yeah, that that TC, that second round matchup of TCU and Gonzaga win could be a great game. And then whoever wins that potentially playing UCLA, depending on what they look like at that point. But that, yeah, this is a tough one to pick for sure. Yeah.
0: And I think TCU, I just saw is potentially out of their, um, out of their, uh, their best players out, Lampkin? I might have made it up, but I, I thought I saw <laughs> I
2: can't. I'm not seeing that anywhere, but big if true.
0: Yeah, it says t- tcu center Eddie Lampkin is officially entered the NCAA portal.
2: Hmm. Well, he, he he's not their best player, so not their best player.
0: Um anyway, yeah. I, I think these there's huge matchups. Obviously, the first weekend, and I don't think you should look over Iona.
1: Oh yeah, that's one of my picks.
0: Yeah, I I don't I I think uh, Rick Patino. You yep. can
1: never count old Ricky.
0: Sounds like he's on the way out as well. Um,
1: yeah, t- I mean they're talking Georgetown potentially. Yeah, I mean St. John's be a uh, perfect fit, New Yorker. Yep. But I'll I'll just jump into my picks because you brought it up, Rick. Yep, uh, I like Iona plus nine and a half. I think Connecticut's actually going to make a deep run. Um, but I think nine and a half is a big number for someone like Rick Bettino. He knows how to win in big spots, not scared of the spotlight. He's going to have his team ready to roll. So I like Iona plus nine and a half. And my other game, um, we just talked about it, but that VCU-St. Mary's matchup, VCU is 27 and seven, 27 and seven this year. Um, They don't score a lot of points, but they're getting five from St. Mary's who is kind of just under one or plus four. VCU is getting yeah, four. Plus four. So um, I don't know if VCU wins the game, but I think it's going to be, that's going to be one of those 12 fives is going to be a great game down to the wire. So probably going to come down to free throws either way. Um, but I think they got a chance to cover that four and potentially win. So I'll take, I'll take the four points though. All right. Dean. I like
2: that. I, I like that. Iona pick because I remember watching UConn lose in the first round last year, and the computers have seemed to love them all year. Like, even when they weren't playing very well, they were still, you know, at the top of a lot of these advanced projections and whatnot, and nine is like, Iona's in a, a Rick Patino team. That would, that would scare me a little bit. I mean, I think Connecticut eventually pulls it out too, but plus nine, I, I like Iona to operate in that space. But for my two picks here, I'm, let's see. I've got Illinois plus two and a half against Arkansas. I just got done saying that Arkansas is a mystery box with all the the talent they have. I mean, they're going to have two players from this team get drafted in the lottery, Nick Smith and Anthony Black. And then Ricky Council and Jordan Walsh are also NBA prospects as well, but they just have not put it together this year they lost their starting big man to an ACL beginning of the year during the, the Maui invitational. And then it's been all downhill for that team since they got Nick Smith back their point guard. And I think they've only won like one or two games since he came back. And one of them was that sec tournament game. You're talking about where he hit the game winner, but he really is kind of torpedoed their offense. Cause he likes to take over and dominate the ball. So I'm, Thinking that's going to be kind of what happens in this game, where they have a lot of talent, but they just they can't get out of their own way, like they have all year. They just underwhelmed. I expect that to continue, and especially with a lot of these guys probably looking ahead to the next level. So I'm taking Illinois plus two and a half, and then I wish they had. Uh, obviously, they can't. There's no spread out for the Texas for TCU. Because yeah. they, they play the winner of one of the play in games, but just side sidebar is I like TCU. I think they're under a little bit. I think they're better than that six seed. Uh, what would, would have you think? Just because of Mike Miles coming back.
1: I like that. And then I was gonna pick that, but just there wasn't a spread out yet. So yeah, little bonus but, pick. Yep. And then uh, uh, Mister
2: Dean is not gonna like me for this one. Northwestern against Boise State. Northwestern eyes. Uh, it's a it's a good really? story. It's a good story. They made a run. What? but Yeah, I'm just I'm not. I, don't think, I don't think is they're he, very is good. He,
0: is he listening?
2: It, maybe maybe he is. He, he he'd be. All he has to do is tune to this podcast once, and it would be more than he's watched uh the cats <laughs> this year. But you don't like
0: lot, Why don't you like
2: Northwestern? Just they feel like the team that's. You know they've gotten lifted up by teams like Purdue and whatnot carrying the Big Ten, and they kind of slid it under the radar. But they didn't really, imp- they haven't really impressed me this year with any, you know, big wins. And obviously, they flamed out in the conference tournament. And it's it's a good story that they made the NCAA tournament. I just don't expect them to be there long. So I've got yeah. I'm taking Boise State. I think that's Boise State plus yeah Boise State plus one and a half over the Northwestern Wildcats and the. If my dad listens to this podcast, then maybe he should skip this
0: segment. So okay. I feel like I, I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on the West. That might be my famous last words, Dean. Uh but when I wake up Thursday, I feel like I have a pretty good view of these spreads. First off, Kansas is gonna Kansas might be Howard by 40. So I'm easily gonna take that. I see 21 and a half. I know some of them move. So I see 21 and a half. Against Howard. Um, I like Grand Canyon plus 16 and a half. Um, and that's just because Gonzaga in the first round, Dean. I don't know if you remember this last year. We were in Vegas and they like didn't cover. They were up like 25 and they didn't cover a big spread. Yep. Um. So this is just revenge against the Zags. Uh. And Dean, somehow UCLA just continues to like, it's just next man up. I don't know who the next man is when. All these guys are fouling out and all their centers are hurt, but um I don't know, 18. A, I know I know I already gave two, but I kind of like 18 and a half.
2: UCLA, there's a a good team between like yaquez uh he's so Tiger good. Campbell, and then Amari Bailey, who doesn't look like he's got the hairline of like a 35 year old and he's somehow a freshman, but he's he's that night, that talent infusion, and they just have good role players. Like there's a, a good team to where like they're going to be in it every game.
1: Yeah. They're going to, they're going to be in it. They're not going down without a fight. They're not getting blown yeah. out any, any round. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah.
0: Yep. I agree. So um, yeah, again, another, I love the whole bracket. I know I've said that a million times. So, all right, let's finish up the East, the garden. I mean, it's just picture perfect Broadway. Pete, you got the lights times square. Uh, and people forget Purdue plays pretty well in the garden. They have a pretty good history in the garden. Uh, so Purdue leads out the the East region with the number one seed, number two Marquette, uh, which Purdue's already beat this year, uh, number three Kansas State, number four Tennessee, number five Duke, and I'll throw in number six Kentucky. I mean, a lot of a lot of big names in uh, in this region. But um, I don't know where to start, boys. I'll, I'll let you. I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll take the caboose on this one. Eat. How 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 does Purdue get out of this one?
1: I'm concerned about that second round matchup. I know you said it in the in your opening about I, I'm not concerned about Memphis. I mean, dude, they just played Houston really tough last week and barely lost. Probably should have won. And then they just killed Houston yesterday. Should have won without, by without
0: without their best player.
1: I know. I'm just saying. I think confidence is a big thing in the tournament, and winning big games at the right time is a good thing for a team like Memphis. So I'm not saying Purdue can't win that second round game versus Memphis, but I think it's gonna be it'll be a tough game. Yeah. There's there's I don't see any outside of first round, I don't see Purdue running through this bracket. I think they're gonna have tough, challenging games. And it's gonna come down to you know, free throws, like we've talked about. Yeah, being able to hit your free throws down the stretch, which they've been doing this year. So not
0: not I feel like that's Purdue's like glaring hole right now, honestly, like besides the press. Is their free throws? They're
1: like shooting like
0: sixty-five to seventy percent. I think yesterday they shot a little better, but like
1: Fletcher your lawyer missed. He's like an eighty five percent missed two huge ones. Yeah. This bracket's got a lot of big names in it. Like you look at Michigan State, look at USC, yep. Kentucky, Tennessee, Duke. I mean, but Kentucky, Kansas State, Michigan State, USC, on Bots, C they're all they're all kinda big name, overhyped a little bit in my mind. Um especially with some of the injuries out there. So I don't foresee like any teams running away with this bracket. I think anyone from one to five or one to six even can come out of this one, depending on how the matchup shake out. So
0: let me ask you this, given the teams we've seen in other brackets, did we get, did we get the draw that we needed to? Yeah,
2: I think. And I was waiting for us to get to this bracket because you're going, we've gone through the previous three. And it feels yep. like we've talked about how like each of the previous three, it's like, oh man, I'm so glad that we're not in Arizona's region. Or like, man, it really sucks that Houston has like Texas in their region. And then the same UCLA and Kansas. It's like we have a team we already beat. Like we have probably and Marquette like yeah, like basically you look we have uh Marquette and Duke in our region already beating them. You have Tennessee without their uh starting point guard, and then yeah, Kentucky is. You know, Kentucky, but they're also on the other side of our bracket. If we if we're seeing Kentucky, it means we're not seeing Marquette. We're not seeing Kansas State. Yeah. But then also it's like I feel like Kansas State's a little bit overseated. Like I feel like there should be no one complaining about the draw.
1: Like yeah. this yeah. this is exactly how you draw how you would have drawn up the draw. Well then Kentucky. why why was Rick complaining about the draw last night then? I, I
0: don't think I was complaining about. It.
1: Let me let me pull up the receipts.
0: I think maybe I was just like I i my 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 head has changed a lot since last night to like an hour ago. I've been through like a lot of meditation. I've been through a lot of just looking at it, manifesting it.
2: I'm not, he's not the same person he was.
1: 20 I'm not, hours, I'm no. not. I this cannot be oh, held against is, me. Perfect. Purdue tough road question mark from me. Ryan goes, yes. Bad draw. <laughs> would much rather be two seed in the east. Words out of your I would question. rather I would rather be the two seed. So, bad, but you said bad draw. Just want to confirm. Yeah, I
0: did, I did say it.
1: But I mean, it's
0: okay. So, let me let me let me tell you, let me talk stats a little bit with you boys. I've been some spending an- some analytics. Let me get to this, Let me get to a few analytics. Number one for Ken Palm, they ran all the Ken Palm probabilities versus each region, every single uh, team. And Purdue, again, this is all machine AI stuff i um, kind of talking my language. Right? I'm an AI guy. Um, and so I just sent to you guys. Purdue analytically, again, through the machines is only scheduled to lose to one team. Do you, can you guys guess what that one? T- You're not going to guess what it is.
2: Wait, they said Purdue only loses to one team or? In Sorry. the machine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I probably didn't do a great job describing that. So they ran like game simulations and Purdue only has one loss by a point. Memphis, Florida no. Atlantic. Nope. Tennessee. Tennessee. Mm. Yeah. I just sent you guys. So uh, obviously a lot of these are super close, right? Two, three point games because uh, they have the projected scores, but this just tells me again, if we play our best basketball, our best defense, right? And I, I know I'm saying the obvious, but we have guys, Dean, you can back me up on this that are playing their best basketball that they have all season david jenkins jr um ethan morton's playing better um obviously zach E. mason gillis Gillis. games yeah Um, um, unbelievable and and our best shooter fletcher lawyer i think has the yips dean does he have the yips
2: i I think so man i what is going on with that dude i think i've seen him hit one shot in the last month
0: i mean what is he can't hit free throws like i mean does painter just bring him off the bench or do you just keep jenkins off the bench
2: I think you keep Jenkins off the bench because I think it's like if you bench like lawyer, I think then you might as well just not even play him. I think you, you've crushed his confidence at that point.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I just guess he just has to shoot through it, which he yeah feels like he hasn't been good since like December. Yeah. And I'll say this. I've listened to like four or five podcasts already. Again, I'm a different person. Everyone's like, oh, Duke's going to come out. Duke's coming out, coming out of the East. Purdue's losing to either FAU or Memphis. But it, Pete, I don't know if you have DraftKings pulled up. Look at the odds to come out of the East. Something something's not something doesn't smell right here.
1: I do have it pulled up. I'm trying to find something doesn't. I'm being told two different stories, right?
0: Purdue's losing the second round. Purdue's losing it. if Purdue doesn't lose the Memphis, they're for sure losing the Duke. I mean Pete, I, I, there's something fishy going on. And and I'm getting I got to the bottom of it real fast today.
1: To win East, Purdue plus 220. Tennessee plus 425, Marquette plus 425, Duke plus 750. So Purdue's a heavy
0: favorite.
1: I mean, a heavy
0: favorite
1: to go to the Final Four. But but if you look at the odds of the other regions, like Houston's plus 160 to come out of theirs, UCLA is the favorite out of the, the West, plus 275, and Bama's plus 190 to come out of the South. So I mean um, if, you, um, if you look at it, if you look at it, I mean you might you might say, hey, like we have the best odds in our region, but if you look across the other regions, they have the second worst odds to come out of their region. Of the- one <laughs> very big difference.
0: Nobody's picking those teams to lose second round. Nobody's picking UCLA to lose second round. Nobody's picking Houston to lose second round. Everyone's picking Purdue no. to lose second round. Not me, Rick. I got them winning. Dean, I mean, Dean, I got my hands up right now. What what's going on? Does Vegas know?
2: i think everyone is probably scarred by purdue you know between the north texas year and then losing the saint peters it's like i could see the general public being a little down on purdue and then hell purdue fans probably you know are are nervous betting on purdue because i don't think any i don't think there's many purdue fans that are honestly like yeah we're going to the final four you know that you know that should Well, you said they can go to the Final Four, which is not really like I'm done you know, being nervous. heels in the ground.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't I'm done hurt.
0: thinking we're cursed. This is the year. I, I mean, don't know. I really have because I think some of that mentality bleeds into these guys' confidence. They just have "woe is me" Purdue fans, and I'm like, look, I'm I'm tired of that. Like, if we were wearing Michigan jerseys or Villanova jerseys, this team would be huge favorites.
1: Oh yeah. I'd Rick, say if, 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 if you ahead. run into Bama or Arizona in the final four, you think you, you, you guys have any chance to win? I think we have a chance. We I think would. we'd be, fa- I think we'd
0: be favorites against Arizona. And I think we'd probably be like five point dogs against Bama.
2: I would hate that Bama matchup just cause like they have the size to go against Edie and we have no one for Brandon Miller. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> nobody we for, but if, we, if we're Wharton's. having that problem. Yeah. Great. Great. Ethan Morton against the guy who's going number three in the draft. Like, great. But then uh I was like, but hey, if we have that problem,
0: we're in Houston. It,
2: it means we're we accomplished NRG. exactly. It means we're we accomplished
0: what I said we needed to accomplish. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm done. I'm just done. I'm like, why why are we acting like this? Yeah. Why are we acting like this? And again, I, I would be the first to say, I've acted like this. I've had this like, well. You know, it's just, you know, the trains are coming off the track. I heard this today, right? Our first, our first games in first rounds in Columbus. <clears throat> Someone's like, Yep, a lot of trains have been going off the tracks in a while lately.
1: Uh, uh. <laughs> That's a dumb right. joke. Yeah, I agree. No, but I mean,
2: this is tailor made, no excuses. If Purdue's not in the final four, I don't want to hear any of this crap about how we're ahead of schedule or yeah. how, like, we won the Big Ten regular season title and conference tournament title. It's like, great, put him in the trophy case.
0: Like, and no, Dean, that's a great point because I think some of everyone's, some of Purdue fans were our own worst enemies. But like, hey, we're playing with house money or guards are freshmen. It's like, that, that, we're done with that. We're, we're yeah. number one seat. Yeah. We're not playing with house money. We're number one seat. We're
1: picked to yep. win the East. That's what nice. that's what that's what Mitch was saying, our insider last week. We're ahead of schedule. ahead of schedule. Ahead of schedule.
0: And I would say to Mitch, because I know he's listening, listening, I love him. I've taught Mitch went to the Big Ten tournament, had a blast. And I think Mitch would agree with saying, like, look, like now's the time. Now's the time. Nobody cares if you're ahead behind
1: we're number one seed. If not now, when? Just when. Just when, baby. Just when. Yep. But I,
0: I, I I'm I'm gonna come to Vegas. And I'm gonna have a little chip on my shoulder. That we are the number one seed. We're not gonna be bashful. We're not gonna be the first number one seed to lose. Like we're gonna come in and we're gonna we're gonna punch these people in the face with Zach Eadie.
2: Another thing for the nervous and sad fans is we're playing on Friday, Sunday, and Saturday yeah. has been the day that all the teams have been fucking stepping on landmines throughout this year. So step one mm. avoided. So, wow. I mean,
0: how are we gonna ask uh, the bar we go to 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 put the one sixteen sound on?
2: God, I don't know, man. I I'd rather I almost would rather not have the sound on because if the if it's on and the sound is on, it probably means it's a close game, and I'd I'd rather you know we're we're up by forty, and it's like all right, d- don't don't need the sound. But. I will say
0: this: if there's actually, I don't even want to say. It. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. Hey, what are you gonna say? No, I'm, I'm rooting for you guys.
2: <laughs> Purdue, peak.
0: don't you agree? We need to have like a little, like Yankees fans don't go into like playoffs being like, oh, we haven't won in
1: 14 years, which is a fact, but. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys need to go in with all the confidence in the world. You're a one seed, like you said. We're champ champ. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you go in and think you're going to, you can't get out of your own, your own region, then that's a loser's mentality, which Purdue, Fans tend to have a loser's mentality when it comes to
0: yeah, basketball and it. football.
1: So yeah. enough of this. "woe is me enough of this ahead of schedule enough of this? A good season is losing in the lead eight or even final four. It's like they don't hang banished for that. You guys are a number one seed. You guys should expect to win the tournament. And if you have anything less than that, then you have a loser's mentality. You're one of four teams that the computers are saying should win this thing. And we have national player of the year. Yep. There you go. It's like it will, it doesn't well, get much hit, better than this. I don't want to hear an excuse. I don't want to hear an excuse if they lose in the third round. The no, there, was, that, there
0: will be no excuse
1: for me. Excuse is that we got outplayed. That's it. A funny anecdote. No like, excuses, dope. no explanations.
2: Just win.
0: Hey, uh, <laughs> so Purdue's going to play the Buenero Texas Southern, who's 15 and 20. Or Fairleigh Dickinson University? Pete, do you want to look that up? I have absolutely no Thank idea Jersey. where that.
1: My
2: aunt nope. went there. Jersey? Yeah. yeah. Are you serious? I, I,
0: Fairleigh I, I, Dickinson I, just sounded like, like Alabama. Sat.
1: Yeah. now <laughs> uh, Fairleigh Dickinson's in New Jersey. Uh,
0: Fairleigh Dickinson University does not have a guy over
1: 6'6". All right. So our oh, better hope, better hope they win. All right, well let's let's get the picks for this one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll kick it off since you Purdue boys. I'm I'm assuming they're gonna.
0: Well, we don't have a spread yet. Yeah, uh,
1: fair. Let's assume. Okay, it's like hold on, hold on. Real 23 fast. And a half.
0: Real fast. Before we get this, can can Oral Roberts beat Duke?
1: Yes. I think Duke's hot right now. I think they can beat Duke, but I think Duke. I think Duke's gonna. I think they're gonna get through the first two rounds. I think you guys are gonna run to them in the Sweet Sixteen. But that's me.
2: If Purdue fans are worried about slipping up to, like, Memphis, then Duke over Oral and then, like, over Tennessee should is not a given because, like, Oral is a dangerous team. They're one of those mid-majors that, that's hot. And Duke is really – the ACC is bad. We know it's bad. Duke has kind of figured things out, and they started playing to their talent level. But the ACC is bad. They just they, – they got they hot figured in the, it in out the good, conference. Yeah. yeah. So I think everyone wants to jump on that bag, bandwagon. But I was like, ah,
1: not so fast. Speaking right. of Duke, I'm taking a minus six and a half. <laughs> I think it's a bad pick. That's fine. <laughs> then you could you could pick Oral Roberts. Uh, I'm, I just think they're hot when well, they won nine straight. They just won the ACC. And I think they're going to make some noise in this bracket. I don't know if, how far they go, but like I, I just said it, you know, 30 seconds ago, I think Duke plays Purdue in the Sweet 16. And if Purdue plays up to the level they should, they should beat Duke. But I think it'll be a decent matchup. And that'll be, what, 11 straight games for Duke at that point. So they'll be have all the confidence in the world going into that game. But my other pick, uh, Marquette, is minus 10.5. I just don't think that spread's big enough. Um, what? Minus 10.5. Am I seeing that right, Dean? Uh, yeah, I know you're seeing it right. But yeah. I don't know if you're yeah. seeing the game right. I-
2: yeah, I've got I've got it as eleven, but yeah. Not enough.
1: Not enough. Feels it feels you look at every other two fifteen matchup, you're talking sixteen plus point spreads. Um I'm gonna take Marquette minus the minus ten and a half.
2: Our Marquette listener will appreciate that pick. Marquette's a team that's ahead of schedule. I think they don't have yeah. they have like one one guy who's a junior and everyone else is sophomores and freshmen. Like that, that is ahead of schedule.
0: Chaka so. Smart's a psychopath, right?
2: I mean, yeah. dude's a nut job. Like, it's because he got it, hair.
0: Once he got hair, he just he turned I, like a lunatic.
2: Yeah, he's like it's like the new age Brian Erlacher. But Brian Herlacher. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, yeah. hair jokes, right? No yeah <laughs>
1: damn. Good deal. Wait did did you give us your, your two picks? Steve? Yeah, he gave yeah, us two Marquette, losers. Marquette minus seven and a half. Duke minus six and a half. Okay, I was giving you a second chance in that Duke one. Nope. Go, go ahead, Rick. All right. Um,
0: I'm mean, I'm taking Oral Roberts plus six and
1: a half. Oh, this is your heart speaking, dude. You're just like I don't want to run into Duke in the Sweet Sixteen. So no, gonna-
0: if it was my heart, I would just bet Duke and then be really happy when Oral wins.
2: Uh, he wants to be chanting, we love Oral in Vegas again.
1: Oh, that tale is old as time. I've yeah. matured since that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two well, whole years. I do love Oral
0: for this game. I do. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I ain't going to love that. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith would probably agree with me, too.
2: Well, let's be nice. Yeah. Let's be nice. We don't have to go
0: there. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but you didn't have to say it. But, yeah, I like I like Oral Roberts. I mean, they're a fun team to cheer for. I mean, why would you want to cheer for Duke? Man, a, there, this is a tricky – this is like my, my trickiest one that I struggled with. Um, My heart says Kansas State minus eight because, you know, we've been little apple guys all year. So I'm, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take Kansas State minus eight. Nice.
2: Yeah. So when I'm looking at this, honestly, especially that bottom half, I'm just like, I, I was like, I don't trust, I don't trust these teams like Kansas State. I was like, I've I've been saying, I was like, I think the big Big is overseeded a little bit. I was like, I don't I don't trust them. But the T I started the show off by saying, you know, look at the mid majors that have won a shit ton of games this year. Oh yep. Florida Atlantic, yeah, 30 and three. Thirty and three. That's I a winning like, team. That's a winning I was like, team. I was like, yeah. I'm not worried about playing Memphis in the second round. I think Ford Atlantic is is going to win that. I think Ford they have Atlantic's a tall good.
0: dude,
2: right? I'm not sure about that, but I was like, 30 and three. They they know how to win, and I'm going to guess they know how to how to press. So you know they, they can bring that to the second round. So I like Ford Atlantic. I think the spread in that is two. Yes, Ford Atlantic plus two. Over Memphis. There's gonna be a lot of points in that game. Over under is a 153 and a half. There's gonna be a lot of points there. So, so that'll be a fun game to watch and see who who Purdue's gonna play next. My second game, I was torn between the Kentucky Providence game and Tennessee, Louisiana. But I'm gonna go with the Louisiana plus ten and a half. I think that's I the like that yeah, I plus like ten and a half. I was like Tennessee, I just I, I'm leaning them as being overseeded and I know there'll be a trendy pick to get upset. I'm not saying that I think they get upset, but I'm saying 10 and a half. I was like, I'd like Louisiana to fill in there and possibly pull the upset there. I've also got that listed as being, uh, as maybe looking at the over in that game. It's one, kind of like each of those teams, each of those teams are good scoring the basketball. I could see them jumping over 136, but yeah, Louisiana plus 10 and a half. And Florida Atlantic plus two.
0: Okay, I like that, Dean. I like that. I like that a lot. It's just
2: my favorite time of year, man. Like going I mean, through all I, four, four of these regions. The this is it's this is best. awesome. Yeah.
0: yeah, I loved it. Um, Rick, so what was your, we'll, your second we'll pick again? You had
1: Oral plus six and a half.
0: What was yeah, that? Um, yeah, Kansas, uh, Kansas State. Yeah, I think it's actually K- KSU. What? Kansas State. I mean. What do we think
2: about that uh, USC-Michigan State game? I had that listed as a void just because I was like, I don't trust either of, of these those. teams. Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess you got to take I mean, Michigan, Michigan State. They right? just screwed me in the conference tournament, so they're on my my uh, shit list. But You don't you're, you're like them, Pete? No. So I'll probably take USC just because they're mad. Eddie, they made me mad. Well, I like I like a good petty bet. Boys, um, yeah, first
0: rounds are amazing. I don't know, I just love it. I absolutely love it. And I'm excited. To produce I'm gonna stop talking about them, but I love them. So uh any last uh you guys don't see any like 15 twos.
1: I won't even Three, say six, sixteen was <laughs> once <laughs> hey. on FDU, Bailey Dickinson i'm just kidding just kidding
2: no i, don't I, I, I well. i'd say starting on the three line i think everyone's fair game below the three line okay like so because you have like baylor baylor's a, a three kansas state's a three it's like that's where the grenades start
0: yeah i can yeah. see i can see vermont being
1: marquette this is just like you're just picking every team that's oh, it's not i was gonna against say. against <laughs> Against all the good teams in Purdue's bracket, Pete, I um, could say that. But, but last I year, I like Oral into... Roberts. I like Vermont. I like Providence, Montana State, and Gene. FAU. Gene. No, he's going to say that all
2: these teams can win. They can win. They might am not. be. Am I not
1: being direct
0: enough?
2: <laughs> no, I'm just. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I, I,
0: I, I ain't going to hide from takes, but I, I will say this: last year, I mean, everybody lost in our bracket. We still lost to St. Peter's, so it doesn't really matter. Who we play. Yep.
2: Yep. So no excuses. No excuses.
0: Um play like it's gonna be exciting, Pete. I feel bad, man.
1: Feel bad for you. I appreciate that. I don't know why you feel bad, but I appreciate it.
0: I feel I mean I I feel bad that
1: you know you're gonna have to be you have YouTube TV, right? Yeah, it will be good. We'll be good. We'll be watching. Hey, we got it, we got an extra spot. I got it. my buddy. My buddy Patrick is getting married on Friday on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, nice, fellow fellow gambler. Um, he'll guys, have a shout little, out. little wedding day parlay for us. I'll float, it to I'll float it to you guys. But, yeah, float to us. Hey, we'll uh, we'll have the games on. We'll figure it out.
0: And people forget, dude, I think you and know, I have kind of gotten a dose of this. I mean, these games are ruthless. They're
1: really hard to, to bet. Yeah, just, I, I've heard if you just chaos. bet the dogs, the dogs in every game, you're going to come out on top. From what, what the statistics, were, statistics have said the last couple of years,
2: what were those guys betting last year, Rick? I think those they bet era. dogs
0: first to fifteen every game.
2: Yeah, that that's what I, I need to get in on this year. That's, I mean, because you, you find out real quick whether you win or you lose. There's none of this waiting, you know. The entire I kind of like that whole.
0: team. Yeah, I, I kind of tired yeah. of waiting like whole.
2: Yeah. When you get backdoored like that Gonzaga game oh. you mentioned, oh my
0: god, dude, just the worst, dude. It was yeah. like, uh, I remember exactly oh. where I was, yeah. They almost no, kicked but, yeah. me out. I was at Doghouse, Pete. They almost kicked us out, uh, Doghouse, yeah, because I mushed it. They said I mushed it. You did, you did, yeah. but we, we moved on. Um, well, boys, that just probably wraps up for weekend, first and second round. Um, I know there's not a, a lot us to cover but obviously Rod, we're on Roger's watch yeah
2: nothing to report what? yet no so report. N- nothing to report that we haven't already reported which
1: is it's a done deal <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk NFL free agency next week yeah once we get through the first round and can start breaking down some second round matchups obviously less matchups and we'll talk NFL free agency but yeah not much boys,
0: else to talk about
1: you you boys have fun in vegas We just gotta, we just gotta
0: make it to Friday. That's that's, we just gotta make it to Friday. Yep. Okay. All right, boys. Well, this is a good one. Um, As always, we appreciate the listeners. Hopefully, we gave you guys some value picks, as the boys would say. Um, But everyone, enjoy the start of March Madness. We are the Big Rigs. You all are Big Rig Nation. Talk to you soon. Peace.